Uh-huh. Yeah, all right. All right. Hello and welcome. Ahoy, Nady. To the Three Dudes cast plus one. Yeah. yeah. We, have a, we have a surprise <laughs> and unexpected guest tonight. Yes. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm a Austin Town DoorDasher by the name of Paul. I don't know how I got here. Uh, <laughs> I just brought an order, and they're like, come we downstairs. We had a shotgun. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Woo. Taking people captive we need to, fun. We need to replace Jerry. Right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Our long, uh, our long dead uh, male Not dead. He was, he did, well, we didn't kill him. Oh, yeah. Wait, de- not deliberately. No. <laughs> well, not exactly. <laughs> not through any intentional I mean, we means. Did, we did not release him or feed him or water him. <laughs> I mean, I, I watered him. I pissed on him a few <laughs> times. Well, that should have been enough. This is really good. I forgot how good this beer was. Dortmunder. Dortmunder, Dortmunder Gold. It's, it's a good beer. Um, no, but for real, this is this is our friend Chuck. Hi, I'm Hi. Chuck, uh, also known as Cliff B. I'm part of the nerdcore hip hop group 2D6. 2D6. Wildly popular 2D6, by the We're way. Fairly popular in Ohio. <laughs> the fans that you guys have, like, super. never stop being fans. Yes. Yeah. We, that's one thing we're super grateful for is that somehow we managed to con a bunch of people into liking us. <laughs> and yeah. for some reason, you won't stop. I don't understand it. But hey, you know what? That works. I'm definitely thankful. I, I, I almost feel that way, too. If anyone likes anything that comes out of this show, I'm like, how did I fool you? <laughs> right. Yeah, right. What's wrong with you? Yeah. How long have you guys been doing 2D6? For fucking too long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's been, been a really long time. Some might say that it's been a long time. Now, now you're... Something. <laughs> something. But wait. But I actually started rapping back in, like, 2009. Fuck. So I've been, like, rapping poorly for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> and then Saker joined in shortly afterwards, and... He said, that looks like fun, and forced me to write a song with him at Denny's. Yeah. And after that, it was just like, let's keep doing this. So we've been pretty much doing it for like nine years as a band now. Hell yeah. We, we, seven or eight albums at this point? Uh, we just this past week released our seventh main album, Righteous Rappings for Jesus, <laughs> Six is Saved. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Fantastic. I uh, nice. This is a weird thing. I don't even know if he remembers this. He probably would. But I'm pretty sure that Saker wrote a song called Solo Las Pizzas. Yep. Yeah, uh, and he, for some reason, I have that as a Step Mania track on my computer <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh, my God. There are steps to Solo Las Pizzas. That's fucking amazing. That, how's that for a what the fuck? How do I have that? Yeah, and that was long before we were even doing anything for 2D6. That was back when he was in high school. Yep. And he was doing the song fight thing under... Uh, the band name Everybody Likes Hats. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. <laughs> they, he actually won a song fight round with uh, under the Everybody Likes Hats thing. What yeah, a sure. great name for <laughs> an artist. Everybody Likes Hats. Everybody Likes Hats. <laughs> I just feel like bands need their anti-band. So somewhere out there, there should be like a, like, fuck hats. I don't like hats. That should be a band as well. <laughs> there needs to be a balance. Well, that's, that's Men Without Hats, obviously. Oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did Art, I miss that? One? Artists of the seminal '80s hit "Safety Dance." <laughs> yes, uh, dance performed hatless. I will have you know, which is the height of irony, since according to OSHA guidelines, you need a hard hat to be truly safe. 
Listen, I think we all know that there are plenty of places out there that just say fuck OSHA. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to all agree. There's plenty of managers out there. Is there a yeah, subreddit right. dedicated to that? Did uh-huh. one of you guys tell me? I, I did, yeah, there's a there's a subreddit just for OSHA that it just shows you, like, flagrant, flagrant workplace violations. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's hilarious. I love that those are collected for OSHA to not know where they are and do anything <laughs> about right. it. Oh. Okay, I'll give you guys the most flagrant OSHA violation I ever committed. Okay, cool. I was oh, committed. When I was <laughs> when I was at Mark's, oh, you remember, okay, yeah. remember how the cardboard baler always used to break? Yes, because it was like old and shitty. Yeah. So do you remember? Do you remember the cardboard baler <laughs> would break down in September? <laughs> um, no, it was it. The problem was people would like overfill it, or they wouldn't cr- like pre-break down their boxes, uh-huh. and it, stuff would get stuck in the back. Yeah. And if stuff got jammed way <clears throat> in the back of it, it it like would stop the lubrication from lubing the pushy downy part. Wow, it sounds like you have a deep technical so, understanding. So, so when, when the pushy downy part ran out of lube, you couldn't stuff any more in the back. Correct. Right. Okay. Ah, okay. Everything, everything now I know clear. what we're talking about. Yeah. So like when that would happen, you had to, the only way that you could fix this thing was to like get up in there and pull as much of that shit down as possible. <laughs> right, you gotta go up in there with your bare hands and, and really and, pull it out. Yeah, right. You gotta get way up in <laughs> you there, go, like, like wrist deep into the up, yeah, up to the elbow. Just no gloves. This is OSHA violations. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like so. And the thing was, like, obviously, we're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to have a technician come out and do that, but or yeah. you're supposed to ask her first. <laughs> Jesus. So, um, but no, like the technician would always take like two fucking weeks because you have to go through corporate and they have to approve it and then they have to call the guy and then they have to schedule an appointment. Yeah, schedule and the man to schedule So it would be like two weeks job. and we'd have like mountains of cardboard in the back. Mm-hmm. So whenever that would happen, I would just climb into the baler and <laughs> like <laughs> fucking unbelievable. And just pull it. You have to like, and the thing is there's like a bed of smushed down cardboard so you have to bring the thing up as high as it'll go and lay on your back. That machine is designed pull. such that it could crush a fucking car. Yes. So if that thing just started going, there'd be nothing that anyone could do to save, no. st- save me. I'd be dead. Sometimes I'll just <laughs> drift off and imagine being crushed by a baler because it's the worst thought in I the remember, world. I, I was mean Devin and I was trying to fix it one day and I was like crawled up in there and I was trying to pull the cardboard down from the back of it. Yeah. And Paul, you know, our, our old manager, Paul. Yeah. Came around the corner and he's, you know, I'm gonna do the Paul voice. What the hell are you doing? Hey, what's the matter with what you? What are you doing? What's the matter? And I'm like, I'm trying to get the cardboard. He's like, you got get out of there. You got we gotta get a technician out here. That's an OSHA violation. Yeah. I said, Paul, do you do you want to wait for two weeks for this guy to come out? And he's like, Yeah, all right. Just don't let anybody see you. <laughs> this is the most blatant OSHA violation I ever did. I'm drip like hydraulic fluid is dripping on me. Yeah. Pulling, Honestly, you know. that's the only difference between America and like meanwhile and Russia shit is yeah, that right. they can do that. The only reason we don't have American <laughs> versions of that shit on video is because we can get in trouble. Yeah, right. right. Exactly. So we just do it and no yeah. one's looking. Right. Yeah. I had a guy back when I was working at well, a certain giant retail establishment. Of, that that shall be unnamed. And he would climb into the trash compactor like someone would shove a pallet that was broken in there and get stuck. He would climb in. He was about the size of a toothpick. Yeah. And he would just climb in there and just start kicking the pallet down. It's like, what the hell are you doing? You slip, you're in the trash compactor. 
That's and, horrifying. And then as far as ones that I've done, have, mine haven't been too bad. Just, you know, smoking a cigarette on the propane uh, tow motor yeah. as I'm driving pallets from <laughs> yeah. where we stored them onto our trucks. Yeah. I'm a powder keg. <laughs> like, if I'm going out, I'm going out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> yeah, shrapnel through my entire body. <laughs> I'm going to be a story if I leave here. <laughs> Man destroys Walmart. Fucking awesome, witnesses say. <laughs> Uh, I can only hope for such a headline for my death. <laughs> yeah, right. No, uh, no one wants to die unremarkably. I'd like to explode uh, you uh, know, in some beautiful fashion. Well, you, there's no way to unremarkably explode. <laughs> if you're going to explode, it's going to be remarkable. It's going to be epic. Yeah. Parts of your body are going to land in different areas than yep. other parts and of your body. And people are going to be talking about that for a long time. Yeah, to their therapists. I've got toes in different area codes. <laughs> That sounds nice. <laughs> sounds all right. Hey, just yeah. a piece of business before we really get into this here. Piece okay. of business? We have failed all the listeners because oh. we forgot to bring up last week that <laughs> it, uh, our, our previous episode was episode 69. Nice. 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 I have great shame. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thanks, Aubrey. Uh, um, I have great shame that we didn't notice that. Yeah, we well, we noticed it and we just didn't bring it up because we, we were we were all up in that debate action. Oh, that's right. We were yeah. we were debating. We were arguing with ourselves yeah. and each other. Yeah, <laughs> arguing with ourselves. Not really. Uh, uh, Alvin, my sales manager, offered to come on and be the moderator for the next debate. You know what? That's mm. a really good idea to have well, a moderator. We, we need. We definitely need a moderator for yeah. the next. Episode. Yeah. yeah. Not opposed to that idea. I need someone who's yeah. tough but fair, like Judge Judy. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think we can get Judge Judy? <laughs> no. Uh, Judge Judy is wrong so often. Yeah. I think. yeah. You know, she's she'll, always. Yeah, she'll do that thing where she just, you know. Like, I don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining and then punish someone for having an attitude she doesn't you're like. Right. Right. Yeah. It's a. Yeah. It's. Yeah. I don't. I kind of don't <laughs> like her at all. <laughs> I like Judge Judy. Do you? I do. I kind of don't. My grandma loved Judge every, Judy. Gr every grandma loved Judge <laughs> Judy. <laughs> Yeah, no, the thing, if, like, if you know anything about her, she, like, came from the, like, from child court, right, basically. So she was, like, okay. whenever parents would fuck up and they were trying to decide custody, okay. you know what I mean? And, like, like drug addicts trying to, you know what I mean? Right. You fight over their children who are still on drugs. She used to have to be the one who would, you know. So that's Judge Judy's former job. Correct. Before she got mm. offered a TV. Judith so I understand. Yeah. Ugh. Judith Scheindlin. 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 That's, a, that's a tough name. Scheindlin. Scheindlin. Yeah. So, anyway. 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 <laughs> irrelevant. It's irrelevant because we are fucked. Yeah, we are so fucked. Why are we fucked, Chris? Okay, we're fucked. Uh, and I have a story to go with this why we're fucked. Um, we're fucked because uh, people's cats crawl up into stuff that they shouldn't crawl up into. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is so, where you. This is where you go. No, listen. All right. So I was uh, my my. I mentioned it on the podcast. My my dad and uh, Bethany, my stepmom, uh, recently purchased a house, and today was their initial like get the keys move in day. Yeah. Um, so they're packing, and they actually have movers who are going to be doing most of the moving mm -hmm. for them, but they ran out of room in the apartment to pack the rest of the stuff. So my cousin and I um, were helping them get shit out of the way so they could pack some the rest of their stuff up and have the movers come and take everything. So th they got the we went out to breakfast this morning. And while we were at breakfast, uh, before we went to go get the keys, she got a text message from the 
uh, realtor who said who like gave her this weird like. Hey, so the owner's cat <laughs> crawled up. They have a water boiler like on the premises right next to the hot water tank. Okay. Um, so the cat like crawled up into the hot water boiler and got stuck. Either like, okay. I don't know if it like got stuck or it just like wouldn't leave. It was like one or the other. Um, but yeah, is there any practical difference? No. You still got to extract a cat. But I guess this cat was like a cat that they took in that was feral. Oh. Like 10 years ago, and it's still like a pissy, angry piece of shit cat. <laughs> <laughs> so this cat, like, it's got a name like Greaseball. <laughs> it's Ernie. The cat's name is Ernie. It's fucking Ernie? <laughs> the cat's it's a great name, name for a cat. I know. What's um, up, Ernie? So this thing, like, and if you know anything about cats, and this is something that Bethany, like, oh, yeah, kind of explained to me, you want to kind of get them out of the way first, because if you're turning everything upside down, they don't like it. <laughs> so like significantly they don't like it a lot less than dogs do like dogs are, are kind of like go with the flow cats do not like change okay so they're, their environment changes so yeah you're supposed to kind of like get the cat out of the way first so mm. they were like they're this they were supposed to be gone by the time we got there we got there and this lady was sitting on a chair inside the living room waiting to get animal control <laughs> to come and remove the cat this is the previous owner yeah okay. yeah so we're moving stuff in and you could see like this, the cat is like in this, this machine that shouldn't fit a cat. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's this little tiny, it looks like a kind of like the junction box that would go to a central air system. Okay. But it's, you know, all compact and a nice, neat little uh, rectangle. It sounds like bonsai kitten. Kind of. Remember bonsai kitten? Yeah. It's yeah. like that. Uh, but this thing just got stuck in there and they had to get animal control out. And of course, it's such a tight space that you can't remove like you can remove pieces of this thing. But if, where this cat crawled into, it couldn't <laughs> like you couldn't reach it and just grab it out. Yeah. Like It was either stuck or very stubborn. And this cat was like nasty. <laughs> so it, like the guy brought Kevlar gloves and it bit through the Kevlar gloves. There were like tooth marks through the Kevlar on these gloves. Unbelievable. Um, and like by the time that I left, they had literally it, it, it had been going on for like eight hours and they finally had just gotten the cat out of oh there. My God, when I left, <laughs> they had to call a heating that. and cooling company to rip this thing apart <laughs> and then get the had the animal handler there to get the cat out, put it in the crate. That's insane. Yeah. So uh, we're fucked because cats are assholes. Cats and, are uh, being places they're not supposed to right. be. Right. And he was grumpy. He was not happy. I imagine we, not. That cat was grumpy. Yeah. He was like super unhappy about the fact that we had to uh, remove him forcibly from his little hidey hole there. <laughs> Ernie. Um, Ernie. <laughs> His name is Ernie. What a Ernie. chode. <laughs> what a piece of shit. So, yeah, you know, maybe uh, maybe if you're going to move, maybe get those cats out first. I told you guys my favorite cat name, right? What? It was when my brother and his wife were looking for another cat. And they found a cat that was at a shelter, and his fucking name was Linguini, and he had one eye. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great cat name. That's a fantastic cat name, especially if he's like kind of like fucked up. Yeah, Linguini is a great cat name. Yeah. Uh, I always thought Mrs. Blueberry would be a great... <laughs> Mrs. Blueberry. <laughs> and the captain. You have a book. And the captain. <laughs> like, two, like two different cats. Yeah. yeah. Mrs. Blueberry and the captain. Mrs. Blueberry and the captain. Would you like breakfast? <laughs> it's a perfect cat name. Come over it's here, just Mrs. Silly Blueberry. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. it. Oh, God. So, uh, uh, Chuck. 
Where are we fucked? No, the uh, fake We out. are fucked because cats are the fucking worst. Okay. <laughs> like, More bad cats. Well, this one, it's almost the inverse of the cat that Chris had to deal with earlier. <laughs> uh, my brother moved back in, and he has a cat. Mm-hmm. And this cat was just one of those asshole temperamental, temperamental cats. What's its name? Uh, its name is Tiger. Tiger. So him <laughs> yeah. and his uh, old roommate just used to refer to it as Cat, so it will answer to that. <laughs> Hello, and, Cat. And so, you know, when it come in, when it came back in, um, there are already two other cats and two dogs at my house. Okay. And so it just was not having any of this fucking sure. shit. Yeah. <laughs> and so over the f- course of like the first two weeks of it living there, I. Did that whole thing, you know, easing into a relationship with a cat. You know, you got to date it first before you can move on. Oh, yeah, sure. right. But got to date that cat. Got to date but, that cat. So, like, I would, like, you know, hold a closed fist out, let it sniff the fist just to get used to my scent. And then mm-hmm. it, when it started, like, nuzzling, gently pet it until it's like, all right, I've had enough of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's and a courtship, so, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. And now this cat won't fucking leave me alone. Oh. Like, like the cat will be on the other side of the house hear me get up out of bed to go to the bathroom or something, and it will dart and sit in front of my door to wait for me to come out. It's running all around my legs. Oh, that's nice. Like, Aww. no, it's horrible, because the cat then the cat then will, if I stand there too long and let the door open, will dart in my room and will not leave except by force. Like, at first, the first couple times that it did it, I had a little laser pointer, which... Yeah. Laser pointers are great to play with cats until you have a fucking giant ass dog who wants to play with it too yeah. and just pulls uh, yeah. the cats over. <laughs> this one. This one loves laser pointers. But like I would use it just like kind of do a quick flick of it to and the cat would chase it out of the room. Yeah. She knows now and she <laughs> fucking sits there on her fat cat ass <laughs> and won't like, fucking move. She, she'll she'll watch it, but she's not gonna play with it until either I shut the door or I'm not in the room and she can, you know, run around outside. This cat only feels safe around you right now. I guess. That's what it is. And she's Aww. she's the rest of this environment me. is all like fucking crazy, but you well, are the safe zone. Well, right she now. started this has been like a month or so now that she that they've been there and she like she's starting to play with the cats now. She still has no time for the fucking dogs. Yeah. But <laughs> right. But like she'll play with the cats, she'll go to my dad, she won't go to my mom. She gives no fucks about my mom. No. But she will fucking go from the other side of the house and just sit at my door if she hears movement in my room. Aww. <laughs> That's it's sweet. Just like, it's sweet, but it's also like, can I get a fucking centimeter of space here? Like, yeah, right. I'm about to trip over <laughs> you walking the three feet to the bathroom. I draw the line at no animals in the bathroom. No animals in the bathroom. Other people are fine with their animals being in the bathroom watching them poop. Yeah, this no. is not fine with me. <laughs> we don't, wanna, this is not we don't have a choice people. sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well... I mean, I don't know. They, our, they pester you. Our door takes an extra shove to close. Yeah. And every once in a while, we won't close it all the way. And, and uh, one of the cats will just, uh, Luke specifically, will nudge his way in. Mm. <laughs> hey, what you doing? <laughs> Are you that's, shitting? That's, oh, that's one great. thing that happened. Like, I didn't close my door all the way one day. And... She fucking battering rammed herself into it and just burst in the room like, the fuck's going on in here? She just cramered her way in. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's wild. So how long has this cat been there now? Like maybe a month and a half or so. Yeah. I think it's sweet on you, dude. It it has to be. Like, it's stalking me, and it's uncomfortable. <laughs> I kind of like that. Like, I don't know. I, I have a dog that gives me very metered affection, which is weird for a dog. Like, a dog should always want to be on you. 
Mm-hmm. This dude doesn't give a fuck like half the time. Unless the people that actually love this dog are here. Right. And then it won't leave you alone. Yes. Then he doesn't want to hang out with all that. It will go to like you and then it'll go, especially you. Yeah. It'll go to Ben a, a lot, especially. <laughs> it, it picks it picks the people who like him the least. <laughs> and yeah. Then, and then like, but like there's all these people. Oh, Pooh, come, come. You come know. hang out with me. He's super uninterested in that. He goes to the people who are always like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> Every single time. I don't know why that is either. I don't know. Yeah. He wants you. He wants his father's love. That's what he wants. His father's well, love. People in hell want ice water. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Dave, why are we fucked? Um, uh, yeah. What's your cat story? My, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about another cat. I have no cat story. Uh, I so I think my need to build a new PC has dramatically accelerated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, it, um, is your is it finally? You know, have to pay respected. It's so out. bad. So I noticed the other day that, like, I, I realized, I guess you just kind of get used to things, right? Like, yeah. no matter what it is, mm. anything that starts performing poorly, you're just like, yeah, it's fine. You know, I'll just, uh, give it a minute. And yeah. then you just do that yeah, over forever. and over again until, like, after, like, ten iterations, you're, like, staring <laughs> at this thing forever. Like, like why can't, why? why can't I load my emails? Because it's, like, taking <laughs> forever. So I've gotten used to it over time. It's time. It's um, time. I, it's time. And the, the thing that really pushed me over the top is fucking space engineers. Yeah. Which is so much fun and so cool. <laughs> I love this game. No, I, he, he said, the thing that really pushed me over the top is fucking space engineers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, floating out there outside of Saturn. There's this yeah. like, a guy with a space helmet on underneath you. And he's like, did you get the webcam working yet? And you're like, oh, I can't. My computer's broken. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to Area 51, but I'm not going for the Martians. <laughs> Go for that space engineer booty. <laughs> Dave, what, just fix your computer. Oh, oh Dave, if only had a better computer, this could be so much more awesome. Fuck boldly going. I'm go. I'm boldly coming where no man has come before. Boldly coming where no man. Oh God, that's wild. I'm just, uh, uh, it's, this is a very weird image that I have. You have a tattoo in my in my mind. Like, oh, really? On, yeah. your, on your bicep. Yeah. Is I don't like, know. What's like an eagle? It's like a like a Japanese dragon. Oh, okay. Kind of like winding its way around, and you're just like. <laughs> on top of this guy, I like that. The, I like that the version of me in your head is cooler than the real me. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, you're you're definitely not the bottom. You're yeah. you're you're delivering to this engineer. Yeah, yeah. How, how how fix my dick in your uh, in your imagination? I'm not looking at that. Okay, I, I'm seeing like. A- <laughs> It's like an artistic shot of, of you, like, Oh, okay. It's like a, a real bed, classy like, shot. Yeah. Like something that would end up in, like, a softcore kind of thing. Yeah. So you can't see my dick in... No. Okay. <laughs> Not in the image that I'm looking at. Well, I was curious. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so I need to buy a new machine. Space Engineers is really cool, but I get a warning every, like, five minutes. Like, performance is bad. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, like, is that I the know. computer of the game, though? Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's... Yes. Well, right, exactly. I mean, that game is a little bit... It seems like it's a resource hog, even if you have a really strong machine. Right? Oh, yeah. It's like... Because it's enormous. It's like the number of blocks in the world is huge. Um, and the complexity of the geometry is not... It's not like Minecraft, where it's like everything is a six-faced cube. Like, it's a lot of complicated uh, shit. So yeah. how, I, how old is that rig? It's got to be eight or nine years old. It's old, point. dude. It's, yeah. I I think it probably is about nine years old. Yeah, it's time. Yeah. It's been time. It's got yeah, a radio, it's been, it's got it a radio 7800 in it, whatever that tells you. It's a very old machine. <laughs> um, but I think it's time. I just can't wait anymore. Uh, it's this, this machine is, uh, it's, it's, it's had its time. 
And now it's probably about uh, about time for me to recycle it somewhere. Yeah. 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 So um, that's it. That's all I got. All right. Well, uh, I personally am fucked because Doom Eternal isn't out yet. Oh, okay. wait. Yeah. Uh, tell me more about this. What is Doom Eternal exactly? It's a game. It's a video I, game. I it's the sequel to Doom 2016. Okay. Um, what do you mean, what is it? It's a full sequel? It's a full se- It's an entire game. Oh, okay. I thought it was just, yeah. I, th- I don't know what, I thought it was like extra content or something like no, that. No, no, it's an enti- it's an entirely new game. Uh, <laughs> new features, okay. more more demon killing, more uh, more over-the-topness, because that's what people loved from the last title. Yeah. Um, they did a great job of, like, bringing <clears throat> the Doom spirit back to Doom, right? Oh, yeah. Just, like, ass-kicking metal, like, like you know, wild nonsense. Absolutely. Yeah. There was uh, an article I saw... Morty. Earlier Morty. today, excuse me, that someone had screen capped on Twitter and provided the best response for, uh, in which the, the person argued, uh, the person in the screen cap, the person writing the article said, here's the problem with Doom, and uh, goes on to describe how, like, games like Uncharted or Metro 2033 mm-hmm. uh, intersperse all of its its gunplay and action with cutscenes and and sneaking sections and how doom uh gives you too much intensity and and the person the person tweeting these screenshots Boom. says the problem with doom is that it's doom <laughs> <laughs> yeah like what the fuck does that mean like it's that's what its character is <laughs> right doom is meant to make you feel like a non-stop ass kicker on speed yeah real, real talk though like uh cutscenes and uh like stealth sections the only thing else that I would have there would be follow missions are what ruined games <laughs> most <laughs> right. of the time. So, if, unless yeah. unless I'm playing a stealth game, right, or or uh, like a story driven, like a specifically story driven game, or Metal Gear Solid, I don't yeah. want any of those things clogging up my my unapologetic demon killing. The only thing mi- missing from Doom is a statue puzzle that takes you hours to yeah, complete. Right. <laughs> Even then, <laughs> what the fuck? Think about something as good as Dishonored. Dishonored gives you a lot of freedom to either yeah. like stealthily go by and like you don't even have to kill anybody in Dishonored, right? Yeah. Um, or you can just be a horrible badass and and kill everything that <laughs> yeah. you see. Yeah, um, you can kill every last person in that game, right? And rat, yeah, <laughs> and rat, every rat. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess I guess. Uh, Tangentially, we're also fucked because uh, the people that are supposed to be the people that we're supposed to allegedly trust yeah. to review video games have no fucking idea what they're talking well, it's, about. It's really just about ethics in video game journalism. <laughs> <laughs> Is that ever going to get old? No, I don't not. think so. I don't think so. Mm. Yeah. I don't, it's I, anymore. I don't trust the typical review outlets. Or I'll like you shouldn't use something like a Metacritic or something that aggregates things. But like, I don't know who to trust on this stuff. Most of the time, I'll just go to Reddit and see what people are saying. Yeah, and it's getting worse. It's it's migrating. I don't know how much it was there already, but it's migrated at least into the board game industry too. I don't uh, know if anybody's heard anything about oh. the punchboard media. No. no. Now I have a good friend who's part of that, and I don't want to trash okay. them in general. But there was just. One person in particular, uh, uh, there was this reviewer who was you know, running her Patreon and everything like that, and it just came out recently that uh, a lot of the reviews that she's turned in have been fucking just giant plagiarism. Yeah. Mm. Like, like they were talking about, uh, t- I think, Ticket to Ride or one of the yeah. Ticket to Ride expansions or mm. settings and everything, and it was just basically there was just one or two like slight edits, but it was... 
She was going over it for the first time, but it was just going a, a uh, review from like 2012. Yeah. Oh when, my god. It's yeah. Honestly, whenever whenever I feel like I need to check out a game to see if I'm really gonna like it, I'll I'll head to YouTube and watch other people play it for yes. a bit. Mm-hmm. I'll usually be able to tell within like five minutes if it's a game I want to play. Uh, uh, but. Yeah, all too all too often it just seems like the the people we're allegedly supposed to trust, like you said, are sure. are you know the ones that that can't play the fucking things. Oh God, it, it always makes me think of that dude with the Cuphead review, oh, <laughs> the <God>. infuriating <laughs> Cuphead review. The thing is, he's not the only one who, <laughs> or that's not the only game that he yeah. did. He did something similar with he Doom. Did, he did Doom. Yeah, he did. And he failed miserably. He did a lot of games poorly, <laughs> like very poorly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I guess you could say that for like a certain subset of journalists, like the gig is the gig, right? Like you just want to have a writing gig and maybe don't particularly care that much about the thing you're covering because you're, you're a writer by trade. Sure. I get that. But the rest of us have souls. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, you have to be able to develop some kind of appreciation for what you're doing, right? It's pretty hard to be authentic if you don't have some skin in the game. It's, yeah. it's really, really easy to tell when someone's offering an uninformed opinion about a medium you genuinely enjoy. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Oh, I think people tend to also like kind of coincidentally all have a same-ish opinion, you know? Like yeah. so someone will start, someone will be the first person to inject some thought on something and then there's just like a wave of the same opinion that rolls out. Yeah. I mean, we all do that, I guess. Like we all kind of form our opin- opinions based a little bit on what other people think. Yeah. You know? To an extent, I, th- I think the extent to which we do that is dependent on, you know, the person. But yeah, but yeah, for sure. Like like someone someone who you you would consider to be like higher up or more knowledgeable than you offering mm-hmm. an opinion, you're, you're you're more likely to hold the same opinion. Yeah, or or at least to express the parts of it that resonate with you. I don't know to put it in a different way. If I don't know whether I want to watch a movie, you know what I do? I watch Mike Staclasa talk about that movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you know what? I tend to agree. And I don't know if that's because I just trust his opinion yeah. or if he has or if he enjoys similar things to me. I don't Why know. Why would you listen to that hack fraud? <laughs> hack fraud. comma, frauds. <laughs> sure. But that, but then, like, you go back to the fact that, you know, Mike and Mike and the gang have some pretty well informed opinions. Yes. Yeah. Well, they know that they know what film is. Yeah. They're, they're you know they're they watch enough film. of them that you know what I mean. Yeah. Right. They just understand film in a way that I think the casual moviegoer doesn't. Yeah. Right. And that doesn't necessarily mean you have to agree with their opinions, but no. it does. Uh, it you know. Yeah. They are pretty well informed. Yeah. Um. But anyway. Enough of that. Are we done, are we done being fucked Wait. already? We're done. I think we're done getting fucked. All right. The the world. That, that, that space engineer though. <laughs> that space engineer. I he's like on his back, <laughs> holding his the back of his knees. In this like back up and yeah. yeah. And right. like he's still got the space suit on, so that I just look and see my own face reflected back. Yes, at me. exactly. He's like, like maybe he's got his legs wrapped around your, like your small of your back. Like he's guiding you into him. You can just hear that oxygen tank going, you know. I think it's. Go. Also, control. Prepare for launch. He's also got like a welder in one of his hands because he's an engineer. Right, of course. So he's <laughs> just burning everything into the fucking <laughs> Just like lightly singeing his nipples like. Catch 
Gross. So All right. we'll be back after this short break. <laughs> All right. And uh, we will we will uh, get into some reality or bullshit. Uh-huh. You mean fact or crap? Fact or crap, right? That's copyrighted. We can't use that. Uh, what about trues and snooze? You use that. Okay. All right. <laughs> what about smoking and, and drinking? Never again. <laughs> Never again. All right. We'll be back in a minute. Welcome to the Three Dude Podcast. Hey, yeah. Ah. Uh, you can find us at threedudecast.com. If you're wondering whether that's spelled with the numeral three or the word three, the answer is yes. We're so proud of ourselves. We're so clever. We're such clever boys. Wow. <laughs> We've switched hosting to Podbean. You can still find us on iTunes and Google Play. Mm-hmm. So give us a like. Yeah, give us a like. Give us a listen. Give us a review somewhere. Give, give us a sandwich. Give us a high five. Give us sponsorship. Please give us a hug. Give us that money. Welcome back. We are back. It's the Three Dudes Show still. <laughs> Just in case you, you thought you would change the channel. You can't. It's a podcast. What the fuck are you, you talking fucking about? fucking moron. You do idiot. not know how the you, internet works. You idiot. You fucking idiot. You fucking stupid piece of shit. <laughs> now. Anyway. It's time for a little game that I like to call reality. Smoking and drinking. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, in which... I will give you guys four choices. All right. And you must pick the one that I made up, the one that is bullshit. Ah, we must find the bullshit. You must detect, sniff out, if you will, the shit of the bull. (laughs) It's got to be your bull. All right. So uh, in today's episode, uh, I went digging around for some of the strangest Patents ever filed through the United States Patent Office. Awesome. You need to figure out which one of these I made up. Okay. Patton Oswald. Your your choices are, number one, a vibrating tattoo that syncs with your cell phone. Oh, okay. (laughs) Number two, a portable nuclear bomb shelter. Okay. Okay. Portable bomb shelter? Yes. Portable. Just jotting these down. Portable nuclear bomb shelter. Okay. I might add. Uh, Number three, a steam powered calculator. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> that doesn't sound clunky at all. Just so I can figure out things while I'm making my tea. Yes. I've always thought, you know, hey, the calculator on my phone doesn't serve every calculator <laughs> need I've ever had. <laughs> what about in the total apocalypse when all I have is steam? <laughs> and an abundance. And <laughs> number four. Is steaming everywhere, and I need to do some math. Thank God the steam calculator was there for me. <laughs> number four. The life expectancy watch. Okay. Okay. Oh, the life expectancy watch. A watch that tells you how long you have to live. Hmm. What? Okay. Oh, shush. Um, So three of these are from Fallout. I'm sure. (laughs) 
Oh, the the, the, port, the port of vault where you can use your steam because you don't have any batteries because you're in a vault. You got the steam powered calculator. Okay. And then from all the rads, you've got your life expectancy watch. No so you shit. see how long you're going to live for in this fallout world. <laughs> so obviously the vibrating tattoo with the syncs with your cell phone is fake because you won't have cell service after the nukes go off. Well, this is a well, very strong argument. Remember, again, three of these are act were actually submitted to the uh, U.S. Uh, patent office. That's, that's what I'm saying. The, the fake one is the vibrating, the cell phone sync. Okay. That's some good logic. That's really good logic. <laughs> Why don't we ever figure anything so out? You're, you're basically saying the ones that are real were submitted by Fallout fans to the U.S. Patent Office. Yes. Okay, I see what you're saying. Wow. <laughs> um, okay. I can't. I feel like I can't just go. I feel like we got to spread this out somehow. I mean, these are all dumb, <laughs> but, but I feel like the dumbest and most impractical. <laughs> Uh, is the why did I say most impractical? The dumbest and least practical. The the most impractical. <laughs> the most impractical. The the least practical the one least of these. The least most practical. <laughs> the the very most bestest least. The impracticalist. <laughs> <laughs> the steam powered calculator just seems too stupid. No, that's that's what that's why I think it's real because it's that dumb. <laughs> Someone would have had to draw blueprints for this thing exactly. to, to get it filed for a patent. The, the, that's the other thing is like, why not just make a steam generator? Why do you pair it to a calculator so it only has one use ever? I, well, <laughs> that's right. It's like I have a steam generator, I can only power this fucking calculator with it forever. I will. I will remind you. Um, uh, one of the other stranger patents that I, I found that I didn't put on this list, uh, and th this one was real, is a machine where when you nod your head, it tips your hat. Hmm. It's a it's located in your collar. You nod your head, and it tips your hat. Like Wait to a say minute, hello. that's a real patent? That was a real fucking patent. So you mean to tell me I don't even have to do the work of doing this? <laughs> right. All you have to say is m'lady. M'lady. Just m'lady. Just tipping m'lady. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, okay. Um shit. Hey, shut up, computer. Shut the fuck up. Um knock it off, you fucking piece of shit computer. What? I don't wanna. I'm not talking to you. Hi, girlfriend. We need a we need a vote from you, Dave. Um I oh god. We have one for the vibrating tattoo that syncs with your phone. We have one for the steam-powered calculator. Mm, these are all this is hard this is maybe the hardest one you've done yet this is tough yeah See, I, I i i feel like the vibrating self uh, the vibrating tattoo one is real but i'm sticking with a theme here yeah See, i feel i feel like again it's about patents it's not about what could actually exist because mm -hmm. patents sure. are oftentimes just like you know bogus spaceholder claims for future shit that can't be done yet you know, mm -hmm. they just like have words in them, like by this mechanism, this is done, right? Um, and they get awarded awarded patents for that shit all the time. So, General George S. Patent. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Weirdly, weirdly, I'm going to go with steam calculator, and I Ooh. feel like I'm, I feel like I'm going to. I feel like we're both wrong. Well, I, I do too, actually. His logic makes the most sense, but I feel like no one would submit that shit <laughs> to the patent office. So let's hear it, Ben. Well. That's because no one would. I made up the steam power oh. calculator. <laughs> now, <laughs> the life expectancy watch, you can take or leave. It could be, you know, hoax, you know, gimmicky toy, whatever. Portable nuclear bomb shelter required you to dig 
like a five foot deep hole to stuff yourself in while the with the dome <laughs> erected on top of you. So in in event of a nuclear launch, you just have to dig a five okay, foot well, hole. Well, pretty wait, much. Here's the problem, though. Like nuclear fallout would go into the groundwater, would it not? Y- yeah, but patent money. Uh, <laughs> right. All right. Somebody um, just wanted to make a lead umbrella and have a reason yeah. for it. Yeah. And then the <laughs> the vibrating tattoo that syncs with your phone was an actual patent put forth by Nokia. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, I, as far as I know, it's it's not uh, something they're actively pursuing. It's kind of a cool idea, though, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're that obsessed with your phone that you need your skin to vibrate to tell you when you have a message or a phone call, then yeah. But yeah. <laughs> that would that would freak me out. That would freak me right. What's the, hell the out. warranty on something like I that? I don't want someone to be able to hack my skin wirelessly. <laughs> You know, uh, so yeah, just right. be like microchipping a dog, though. Yeah. <laughs> just imagine, though, the guys like the phone freaker type guys of the future who just have like the blue box that makes everyone's arm twitch out. Yeah. Like, I hate that. Make everyone's arms strangle them <laughs> all at the same time. They call it the Dr. Strangelove device. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, that's interesting. So, all right. So, how about that? Yeah, that's that was our reality bullshit for this week. Mm hmm. And uh, there is no clean segue into this week's topic, so I'm just going to come right out and say that the topic is mm. medicine. 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 Okay. I thought it would be interesting to talk about. Yeah. I don't know how much blood we can squeeze from this stone because none of us are especially healthy individuals. No. But <laughs> no. no. But, uh, <laughs> I'm I, on a lot of medications. I, yeah. <laughs> well, I, nice. well, I started I self-medicate a lot. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Well, I started thinking about this last time I went to the doctor and I was and I was like, wow, she just knows like what the fuck's wrong with me like like that, you yeah. know, and, you know, the blood tests end up confirming what the fuck's wrong with me just yeah. like that. And I because the body is a machine ultimately. Yeah. Which is what it's interesting is that, you know, like medication is just hacking the machine, right? It's just like knowing how it works. And uh-huh. inserting the right chemicals and in, into it to make it work different. Yeah, like antifreeze and and uh, gasoline and, yeah. and wiper fluid. <laughs> I know that's not what I insert into my body. <laughs> I'm a car, <laughs> guys. I'm a car. I'm a car. I'm a I'm a fucking car. I'm a that's, fucking that's car. That's canon now. Yeah, <laughs> Dave's a car. I'm a car. <laughs> Ka-chow. <laughs> uh Medicine is interesting to me. Yeah. Medicine is interesting, not just in like, not not just like medicine itself or how medication works or how the fuck we figure things out, but the business of pharmaceuticals. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because it's like. So infuriating. It's the crookedest game in the goddamn world. It has yeah. been for long. And there is my uh, pharmacy tech girlfriend, Todd <laughs> dying. Because, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, she knows. Okay, so uh, you, Dave, you and I have a unique perspective on this because. My wife. We're pharmaceutical executives. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're high. I'm actually Martin Shkreli. <laughs> and I run Merck. <laughs> Listen, if you're Martin Shkreli, where the fuck you got that uh, Wu Tang out? Yeah, I know, it? right? Where is it? That's all I want. The Wu Tang. <laughs> Real talk, can, before we get into this, can I just say hats off to every member of the Wu-Tang Clan who made a million dollars off of, <laughs> off off of, of that some asshole. Un- yeah, some like unnecessarily wealthy kid. Yeah, right. Yeah. Brilliant. I'll, I will bet you any amount of money that the album is not that good nope. and they just did it. No, to- it's just like a demo. I've thing. been hearing it ain't good. I mean, ever since the, the I've been hearing that the people listen to it were like, hey, it's not that good. You know, the handful of people who did. Yeah, it's, it's basically the stuff that didn't go out onto their actual album. <laughs> Right. Would you like to buy this album full of our garbage? Right. <laughs> the price tag is $1 million. 
<laughs> See, that's everything the 2D6 does, only without the million dollar price tag. <laughs> hey, we released this. It's our garbage. How do you like it? <laughs> no, but like, okay, so uh, Christy's a pharmacy tech. Trisha's a pharmacy tech. Yeah, right. Um, uh, Trisha knows more about what you should be prescribed for what reason. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Than anybody I know. She starts talking about like work. Yeah. And I get lost <laughs> most of the time because I just don't understand any of this stuff. My mom was a nurse and it was the same thing. Yeah. And now in same thing mm -hmm. with like Christy knowing medicine, like I'm kind of, I kind of am amazed how much you can pick up on that job. Sure, sure. How well, much information like, you can learn about like medicine is amazing. Yeah. I have a whole life dedicated to this because dad was a medic. Mm -hmm. uh, and my mom uh, worked under the head doctor at uh, St. E's for years. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just the amount of dumb shit that you pick up from, you know what I mean? You know, and she didn't even. It's she all didn't, incidental stuff. But like she didn't actually work, you know what I mean, like in medicine. But she knows way more because she worked under like the 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 head doctors you know yeah, what i mean right. so it's like the head the best doctors the, <laughs> the best doctors the best doctors no, the best doctors <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I get to hear i get to hear medical babble all the time and <laughs> i'm uh medical babble medical babble i'm sad to say that i have no idea what anyone's talking about still when it comes to that stuff. yes i just want to say i ask both your girlfriends questions before i go to a pharmacist oh really <laughs> yeah because yeah. 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 the thing is i, I they, ironically they know, they know practically as much if not everything that is important to the the, the consumer so many meds I'll be like, uh, you know, this one man starts with this, and then we're like, this, this? Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Yeah, and they can tell you the color and the shape and the letter that's on it. It's yeah. freaking ridiculous. <laughs> but they still can't bring 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 they still bring can't bring can't bring me. <laughs> they still can't bring me any fucking Valium home. <laughs> that's all I want. That's, what really, I, that's the hole in the system, really. There should be a way for you to get free Valium. <laughs> right. What's kind of amazing to me is the fact that apparently, from what I've from what I've heard, yeah. all of the like actual generic names for drugs, uh -huh. like like Praxilogismapram or, or <laughs> yeah, they own you know, all of them. Loroxetazmaprol, yeah, uh, they actually mean something. Like they describe the chemicals in the in the thing. Oh, the, the gen generic, the, the generic names. Yeah, yeah I'm like, sure that they do. Like you know, uh, you'll have a medicine called like uh, you know, uh, 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 fuck lad, or, or <laughs> <laughs> fuck lad. Fuck lad. Take one fuck lad and call me in the morning. <laughs> well, well, fuck lad. It seems like we've we, we've got the sex maniac right where we want him. Yes, indeed we do, dick man. <laughs> no, so, so you'll have like a medicine. <laughs> You're right, Chris. You'll, you'll have like a medicine the called. Pictures of dick man and fuck lad. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just picturing the fucking uh, PR meeting for this. It's like, well, why do we want to call the amoxaplaxican a fuck lad? It's like, because everything that's wrong with this dude is like, fuck lad. <laughs> fuck lad. Take a fuck lad. Fuck that's, lad, you're going to die without this. Put that on the post. <laughs> fuck lad. Fuck lad. We <laughs> <laughs> it's okay though because we we flip the C and the K around, so it's F U K C L A D. Oh, yeah, that's fine. F A Q U E. <laughs> yeah. Fuck L A C U C L A D. Now with lapatiphamine. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, I, I'm sure that those names mean something, but they're all complete gibberish to me. It's it's ridiculous, and some of them some of them end with like T A B. Like, what ends in A B? I, I don't know. <laughs> that, that isn't an abbreviation of something else. 
I guess you're right. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Sl- okay, slab, I guess. I was just going to say that's the only word I could think of. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's slabicus. You Please say the full name <laughs> of the item. Crab. Oh, crab. Dab. Okay. What word, what word longer than like three nab. syllables? Um, so anyway. Um, nab, 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 nab. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Conflab. I don't know. Conflab it. <laughs> yeah. Gold no, dirt it. That's the that's the weight you gain when you go to too many conventions. Uh, Conflab. Con nice. <laughs> Con oh, Can we do an episode sometime in the future where we just make up words for things? Oh my god, that would be great. That'd be fun. We should we that's should do really that. Good idea. We should do that as close as we can to Noah Webster's birthday. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> that he that would have hated it. <laughs> Fucking hated that. You gotta do, gotta do it Jeopardy style though. Like you get the, you come up with the word first, and then you try and define it. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, yeah. There is a like game do, around uh, that before and after. The, the there was a dictionary game that uh, we used to play, and it, then the, there was even like a uh, a game released by the uh, oh god, what's his name over at NPR? It was called uh, Ed Bradley. No, Morley Safer. I can't remember, but uh, it was called Malarkey. I'm thinking of 60 Minutes. Malarkey was a game that came in a box, and you actually would get, like, a word, and you would have to make up what it meant. And you would all (laughs) go around, and the real answer was in there somewhere, and you had to figure out which one was the actual word. It was a ton of fun. Oh, my God. You should play that just on the podcast for no reason. Hell, yeah. That and uh, and utter nonsense. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Where you have a... You have a card in the middle and everyone has to pick a uh, an accent card or no, the, the accent card is in the middle and everyone has to pick a phrase from their hand to read in that accent. Yeah, it's hilarious. That game is a lot of fun. Um, but anyway, so yes. medicine. Back, uh, to, <laughs> back to the topic. Anyway, this um, is what our podcast actually looks like most of the time, by yeah, the way. Right. Yeah, we'll, we'll just we'll just go off and the topic is a means to an end and that end is stupid. Yes. <laughs> As we're attempting um, to produce something stupid. Uh. Every once in a while, I'll I'll read a story or something that just like reminds me how fucking stupid our bodies are, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um. I I read uh not too long ago about this dude who who tried to completely suppress a sneeze, ended up puncturing a hole in his throat. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Wait a minute. You mean that sneeze? Finding no exit through his mouth and nose. Went through his big dumb throat. Right out the front of him. Right out his trachea. Oh, God. Had to go to the hospital. Yeah. How hard was that sneeze? (laughs) They're they're all pretty hard. You're not supposed to be able to hold your eyes open. The the legend was a myth. It sounds like a myth to me. The legend is that your eyes will pop out if you... Let's how, try it. I, I would imagine <laughs> how I, horrified were the people at that dinner party when he <laughs> Yeah, just like someone's oh, eating a, sorry, a, a picture of like his wife eating shrimp on a toothpick. <laughs> <laughs> sprayed with skin They're and like blood. out of the kind of place where some guy's playing a cello yeah, in the right. corner. <laughs> <laughs> My word, Gibbons, your eyes appear to have vacated their sockets. <laughs> well, just yes, imagine I, if they figured out how to keep right. doing it. And, and they turned it into like a party trick. Yeah, right. <laughs> Right. Yeah, that's pretty great. Patch me up. We're going to put like a wine cork in there and put some makeup over it. <laughs> a wine cork. Your neck has a vintage, Thomas. <laughs> it's the ultimate sniper assassin. They'll never know. <laughs> that's, that's a great idea. <laughs> oh, that's so stupid. God, that must have been really upsetting to see. Yeah. It's just like. Blah! Gore and blood <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> and not just blood, blood at like 90 miles an yeah, hour. Yeah. <laughs> ah! 
<laughs> yeah. No, apparently the hole wasn't like super big, but it was it was enough that, you know, he had a hole in his neck and he had to go to the hospital. <laughs> a hole in his windpipe. Yeah, uh, specifically. shit. Yeah. What a nightmare. Yeah. The body is kind of stupid. Yeah, it is dumb. There's there's a lot of dumb stuff on our bodies. That yeah. I think the, the 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 crazy one is like just our backs are so bad at like everyone has a bad back. Yeah, right. Everybody yeah. has a bad back. <laughs> yeah, it's because the human back sucks. We're not we're not supposed to we're not technically to the stage where we're, we've perfected bipedalism yet. Right. Like our backs aren't quite <laughs> designed for We're like we're taking the thing out on a test drive that's not quite ready. Right, exactly. For like the last million years. Yeah. <laughs> We're like the we're like the Pinto right now, <laughs> the Pinto of the mammalian order. <laughs> we're just, um, it's my, true. One of my favorite backstories. My dad, when I was a sophomore in high school, um, he was working on putting up some softening on our house that we had at the time, was mm-hmm. doing siding. Yeah, and he had had a bad back for years because of driving trucks, degenerating discs, and everything like right, that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he fell off the ladder and. He didn't what he was, you know, he tried, he climbed back up onto the porch, like kind of like drug himself and realized that he knocked the phone off with him when the ladder oh. fell. Oh, but no. when he got to the hospital, <laughs> when he got there, they told him he was in so much pain because that knocked his back back into place. Oh, <laughs> my God. Like it had been just out of place for so long that just he's used to that pain. So it was just pushing everything back to where it's supposed to be. Fantastic. excruciating. <laughs> Sir, we don't know how to tell you this. You've repaired your own back. <laughs> That's off the blood force trauma required <laughs> to readjust the entirety of the human back. It's the human equ- equivalent of when Apple told people to pick up the Apple 3 and just drop, drop it. it. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> it's just like. It doesn't work well. Just drop it and see. Yeah. Well, think about it. Like, okay, all right. I'm a guy who's very good at self-adjusting his back, as yeah. you guys know. As we hear all, all the time. All the time. Yeah. yeah. To it's, our it's horror. Uh, well, actually, like everybody at work is always fucking amazed because I can just like go back like this. Yeah. And limbo my way back and crack the entirety of my spinal column. <laughs> you know what? You can do that. You're just gonna snap, snap and get stuck. <laughs> right. You're gonna be horrifying like a shape. Everybody's like, because I'll go. I can. I can go most. I can get almost parallel. Yeah. And they'll go. Oh my god! How do you not fall over when you do that? <laughs> Um, and the answer is my back hasn't totally given right. out yet. Yeah, help! help. Right. <laughs> well, at least you've got a future career in Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. Right. right. Your contortionism career is going to be right. spot on. Fat du Soleil. <laughs> Dude, I pay. I pay a lot of money to watch you walk mm-hmm. around on a stage bent over backwards, walking like a crab. Right. Cirque well, du Cellulite. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. That's good. <laughs> nice. Well, the thing you know, like I can, I can, I can deliver sweet chin music if I needed to. It's true. I can, I can You're get still a, flexible. Enough. I am somehow. I can still reach my leg up <laughs> over my shoulder and into someone's face if I needed to. Yeah, it's um, it's something I can't do. I've lost all flexibility at this point. Same. Yeah. I can barely put my shoes on. <laughs> I used, yeah, same. I used to be incredibly flexible. I used to I used to be able to do like a full on matrix lean when I was yeah. in high school. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it sucks getting older, and it sucks being uh, borderline alcoholic. But yeah, you know, well, yeah, do? whatever. <laughs> well, yeah. speaking of like backs, okay, you guys know my dad threw his back out mm-hmm. um, for like several months. Mm-hmm. And this is how stupid the human body is. <laughs> Where uh, Bethany and I are, are basically convinced that the entire reason that his back was out in the first place is because he had a reclining chair that he always sits in okay. at the apartment, which is going to get thrown in the trash. Okay. Um, 
but like there a bolt came out of it and because this bolt came out of it the wood started to sag so now the cushion oh. was off alignment and oh, we're almost God. positive that that is what threw his back out for months so his back has just slowly been becoming the shape of that chair correct <laughs> yeah <laughs> over, over the course of like the two years that it, it's been there and he's been sitting there in the apartment oh my god so you know what I mean? Like that little thing was able to ruin this man's life for a quarter of the year. <laughs> yeah. Going along with that though, like it's actually medically bad for men now how they, you know, we put our wallets in our back pocket. Yeah, yes. I don't I'm doing it right su- now. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually super bad. Like it yes. throws oh, off. No, I, I'm wearing my shorts. I have it in my front pocket. It got, it, you know what? I used to do that all the time and it got to the point where like I can feel my back yeah, losing the proper alignment. Like I can feel one hip going higher than the other when oh, I do it. Man. So I can't sit on my wallet anymore. I Maybe have to I put sh- it in my front pocket like a weirdo. To make Maybe things I worse, stop. I'm out of desk most of the day. Yeah. Fucking loyalty cards right? and fucking stupid things I have in this wallet <laughs> that I never use. Why do you have a Hotheads Junior Burrito for a wallet? <laughs> <laughs> it's seriously, it's like that. Yeah. Like corporate America is literally murdering yeah. my back. Seriously, don't do that. <laughs> I, I don't even take. I ha, I have my phone. I have the little wallet pouch on here. Yeah. So everything I need to like my my bank card is in here. That's all I need to buy anything. Right. The only time I ever get my wallet out is if I'm going to a bar uh-huh. where I might have to show my ID. Right. Um. Whatever. I I just bring this with me and the wallet stays locked in my car. So I mean, honestly, honestly, you could. It's, you know, it's I'm ridiculous. sure a third of those cards you could get an app for. Yep. Right. Probably. Exactly. Right. I mean. Most yeah, the of advantage card. AAA How often do you really go to this Giant does, Eagle? account doesn't even exist. I've not been to this library in 10 years. I've not been to this library in five years. <laughs> this card has been canceled. <laughs> These are useless now. It's just like, what am I doing with all this? Yeah, exactly. Like, I know. Why? Sent- I, sentimentality. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's recalculous. The wallet is now half as thick as it was before. Yeah, right. Even then, don't put that in your ass. That's Don't put it in your ass, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> you know what? Oh you, man, you really don't want to put that in your ass. I got those, my wallet in my ass. Those are some of my favorite medical stories. Is when like a patient comes in with like something up their ass and they try to make the excuse like, "Oh, I slipped on it." <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you did. No, no, you didn't. <laughs> well, we said on this very podcast that you have an X-ray of a of a human male. It's over. It's in the corner. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's still in it's this still house here yeah, with the name cut off because this was a real person. This is a real person. The name is off of this X-ray. This was given to me as a gag Christmas gift one yeah. year. <laughs> um, but it's, someone who will definitely not be named. Right. Yeah. It's it's a yeah. It's an actual X-ray of a man with an entire bottle of Coca Cola, a full <laughs> bottle of Coca Cola, like a two liter bottle of Coca Cola in his colon. <laughs> And and it's, well, it's I guess like, it's how much he. I guess it's how much he uh, was happy to see the original Coke back. Right. It's so strange to like because the listeners can't see it, but like you don't understand. Like when you look at this thing, you it, can see the neck of the bottle, and it, and it, like it's very clear. Yeah, it doesn't look like it should be medically possible for right. it to be where it's at. Yeah, because it's it, it's just so in. But there. once again, to quote Patton Oswalt. The human anus is almost nightmarishly elastic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it, it just look—it looks like a fake picture when you look at it. Like it really right. looks fake, but that's uh, that's a real person with a real. I also like that it's kind of crooked because it's like the hips <laughs> can't even support it in their natural yeah. configuration. <laughs> it's like childbirth almost. How did he get to the hospital? He would have had to lay down on the back of somebody's because you can't sit with that. No. No, God, no, no. You have to lay down on your belly and you're, be transported. 
Oh my god! In an ambulance, belly down. <laughs> it's just like a, hopefully they did yoga because that's a downward dog position right there. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my god! Wonder if they got into yoga after that. Oh well, you know flexibility. Flexibility. Like, like next time I need to be able to reach in to get this, I might as well start doing some yoga. <laughs> right. Yeah, actually, that's a great point. Is the kind of person who's routinely sticking a two liter in their asshole is the kind of person who needs more flexibility in their life. Yeah. The more, there's no way it could have been a two liter, right? Like, it like there's, really was. It's it big. really it was. It sure looked like it, but I don't know. We're going to have to get back to you. We need to look at this actually. No, you keep again. talking. In relation to the body, it must be a two liter. I'll grab it. It's right over there. I'll, I will examine it together. Three dudes become doctors. It just Three seems, plus one become doctors. It seems so <laughs> medically strange. Yes, it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Doctor Dudes podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're still we're still better than those doctors on daytime television. Yes. <laughs> we're not going to try and sell you some kind of cleanse. No, we're, we're, we're just going to tell you to stop putting objects up your asshole. Right. And, and well, like the only things that should go in your ass are like the things that you know. Belong to your partner. No, well, yeah, well, Possibly, you have to assume that, that that two liter might have belonged to the partner. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Just to spite your roommate, you just you sit on his coke. <laughs> oh, he, he fucking drank my high C. I'll was, show him. Was that two liter bottle of Pepsi, Pepsi in the fridge yours? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> my wife butt funneled it. I have no idea where this thing oh, is. Oh, shit, no. Uh, it's around somewhere. We'll find it. We'll find it. Yeah, See if we can find I it. I might even have it at my place. For all I know, I just imagined it's like that game that you that like kids would have when they were younger. Like, oh, if I hump it, it's mine. If I shove it in my ass, well, it's definitely yours yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get the upset. Like, if you're gonna put something in your ass, either put your partner in your ass. I've got my partner in my ass, <laughs> or like put put something that's specifically designed to go up there. Yeah. Up there, yeah. Y'all, y'all well, the the, your ass? the obsession, yeah. the obsession with it. I, okay, so I think I think this happens in a twofold way. Number one, you gotta you gotta hit that prostate, right? Sure. Got it. You, you gotta you do that with your fingers if you wanted to. Right. I know. I've but, tried. <laughs> no, but number two, maybe maybe Why your you prostate's laughing? way up there. Maybe your fingers aren't long enough, and you don't want to order something off of the internet. So you just grab, you know, like a like a whisk or a, or a or a, <laughs> a, wire uh, whisk, a, soup, a soup ladle, a, a dirt devil. Uh, <laughs> You know, anything. Most vegetables. <laughs> uh, Think about it. Your cat. Um, <laughs> and just, you know, you see how far you can get it up there. And right. then all of a sudden you feel your asshole close and you're like, uh-oh. It has, it has gone all of the okay, way. Okay, well, it that's is, why most. It's crossed the event horizon. That's why most butt toys have a a, 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 a handy tugging knob for you to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see, I was wrecking my colon <laughs> until I got this thing with a dope yeah. knob on it. But they'll have like little bars on the end that so you can pull it out when yeah. you need to. I love that you called it the fucking event horizon because it's the perfect name for the point at which it's going to go it's, all it's up. It's going in there and yeah. the sphincter is closing and there's no return. Yeah, it's right. The event it's horizon. The event horizon. That's perfect. So here's a question for you on yeah. this. Now, I imagine that it's going in the in the cap first. The cap is going in it first. Is. It is. Yes, it is. Could you imagine how much worse it would be if they if it were facing oh, down? Like no. you go to the guy, like, like hold hold on a second. You first of all, you're going in bottom up, so you're already stretched out for it. Right. But if you if the sphincter closes, 
And you know how on the bottles oh. there's that little lip before where the oh, caps yeah. are. That's yeah. where it stops. Like, not only then, like at least if it's in there with the cap going in first. Yeah. Well, like you can work that eventually open. Yeah, you, you tilt it you, a little bit so yeah. it goes in halfway first, and then you yeah. tilt it back. Yeah. So it but goes then, in the rest of the way. But then if the cap is sticking out and it's that lips around, you have to try and get in around the cap. Oh, yeah, you gotta somehow get and grab that thing. Yeah. And it's just expand closed around it. You need I'm like doing a special motions like anybody can yeah, see. Yeah, you just need like a you just need like a hammer. You just like knock the cap a few times and it's like. <laughs> now I'm picturing someone like crouched over like this with a glass underneath them. So it's filling up a glass. <laughs> just hey, pop that one for me, would you, Tony? Hold on, he just <laughs> yeah, that's the clinches real hard in the, the, the bottle cap starts. challenge. You guys have seen the bottle cap challenge, right? It's been going around. What is the bottle cap challenge? It's it's where people they have like a they have like a like a semi unscrewed bottle cap on like a two liter coke or something, and they like spin kick and like karate oh, kick yeah. it off. Oh, like okay. to unscrew it the rest of the way. <laughs> I think my favorite thing ever is the flying butthole challenge. I, dude, it's me. so funny. It is really funny. People listening to this might not know what this I is. I still haven't. Had, I still haven't looked this up. It, I I died laughing. <laughs> it's it's really funny. It's, it's basically you you get it, it, stark naked. You have to be a woman though, right? You I have mean, to, like I've most of the dudes. people doing this are women, but it uh, yeah, it started with a man, I believe. Okay. Yeah, but it, I think that most of the videos I've seen are, are just women, which makes it a thousand times funnier. Oh, yeah. to me, because I told I told Christy already this completely confuses everything I thought I knew about men and women. Right, exactly. Because <laughs> this is this seems like purely a male activity. Right, this seems like a thing that dudes would do. Deep down, we all, all have buttholes. Right. <laughs> so like you get you get naked, you set a camera up on a tripod, basically, and then you you walk across the opposite end of your house or wherever you're doing this. And you run at it full force, throw your legs up in the air, spread eagle style, and try and show the camera your butthole, basically. <laughs> you collide at full run speed <laughs> with the camera. The butthole collides with the lens of your camera. And the effect is astounding, especially if and when slow motion is yes. applied, which is so funny. It's like, it's unspeakably funny. Could we get like... Jackie Joyner Kersey to come do this like just one time. Wait, who's that? Olympic track star Jackie Joyner Kersey. Oh, okay. <laughs> From the 90s. I did not remember that name. But that sounds perfect. It's it's crazy because this definitely seems like a thing that dudes would be doing. The Usain Bolt hole challenge. <laughs> Usain Bolt hole. I'm trying to find it on here. Find hole. Uh, yeah, there's a subreddit dedicated to this. Which is just called oh, Flying course, Bee Hole Challenge. Is. Of course there is. Uh, but it's so funny. I mean, like, the one day Christy came home, and I'm, like, <laughs> in my office, like, you gotta see this. Like, <laughs> I'm in here. This is what I found on Out of the Loop today. <laughs> because that was the thing that someone posted being like, so what's with women running and throwing their vaginas at cameras? <laughs> What did I miss? Oh, just, well, you see, back when film was invented, there was a thing called pornography. <laughs> People used to use it for, you know, pleasure. But now they just film themselves doing bizarre challenges <laughs> naked. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to find this sample to show you. Excuse me. Yay. Um, this is this is not related to that. Uh, we're going to come come back to that when right. Chris gets uh, so, uh, the topic is. Medicine. The topic is <laughs> medicine. 
Well, <laughs> we're still on topic because yes. of inserting in their suppository, so medicine. That's true. And that, yeah. We're still on buttholes, these so we're are, not that far away. These are still things people could conceivably go to a hospital for. Um, <laughs> um, right. I got a camera up my ass. <laughs> I got my camera right. in it's my ass. ass. One it's of, not a colonoscopy. One of the stories that you'll... <laughs> You'll never hear the fucking end of if you're a psych major. Yeah. Uh, and Aubrey can attest to this is the story of Phineas Gage. I'm, I'm we're um, watching the flag B-hole challenge. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm sorry. Now, here's the thing is, it's it's unspeakably funny, right? It's like you think you know what it looks like, but when you see it. <coughs> can you pull up another one, please? Sure. <laughs> it's just. I hadn't. I hadn't. Uh, I hadn't. Uh, <laughs> slow motion <laughs> And she misses but She gets pretty close Yeah right I hadn't anticipated how awkward some of these runs are oh, Yeah <laughs> See the thing is I thought I knew What that would look like But somehow seeing it It's It's Unbelievably funny. funny. It's actually running beehole challenge on Reddit. If you running guys want to, beehole anybody challenge. wants to look that up, it's really funny. Not <laughs> obviously not safe for work, but really, really yeah. funny. <laughs> so <laughs> somewhere, someone out so, there, I found my new kink. Oh right. yeah, that's oh for that's sure. Every, that's everyone on Reddit's fetish right now. I'm sure. Oh yeah, it's yeah f- fetish of the month. <laughs> so anyway, um, Phineas Gage. If you're a psych major, you have abs- you yeah. will you will be told this story. Even if you're not a psych major, you Star will be told of the show Phineas and Ferb. You will be told this story probably by a psych major. Um, it's the this is the construction foreman in the like the twenties. Yeah. Yes, who was who was uh, uh, patting down some some uh, explosive powder with an iron rod. Mm-hmm. Hit the wall with the rod, uh, the wall of the shaft that the powder is in. Hit it oh. with the rod, yeah, and it sparked and ignited the powder and blasted this thing up through his skull and out his brain. <laughs> yeah. Um, After which he said, "Quote shit." End quote. <laughs> <laughs> so, so shockingly enough, not only did he live through this, he he reportedly like. Like got up, dusted himself off, went over to sit down, and you know while everyone's staring at him with this gigantic hole running upwards through his head, unbelievable. And um, apparently after that, uh, his because it went through his frontal lobe, which is responsible for you know higher higher social function, higher cognitive Behavior. function. Yeah. yeah. So he he would he ended up behaving differently after that. He, he was an asshole. He became right. he became very greedy. Became very uh, drunk too, right? Callous. I think he developed a drinking problem. Uh, all of which can be easily explained by the fact that he had a fucking hole in his brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, right. he's cranky. I love people sitting around being, "Wow, what do you think happened?" <laughs> the dude had his head blown. It open. hurts like fuck. <laughs> it's just such a guy thing to do. Just like take a long metal rod. And you're like, just get the goddamn. Right there. So and to be standing over it when yeah, right. you do it. You, like, you know Here's he was supposed question. to be doing something, like using something else that wasn't working. The right yeah. tool was being repaired somewhere else. Right. Was I, I was patient. just about to ask, do you think that was an OSHA violation? That, right. <laughs> That's the founding of OSHA. Did OSHA exist in the 1910s right. or 1920s or whatever the fuck it was? Just fucking get down there! We've got to come up with a workplace uh, regulation board. Uh, we can't We can't go with your original suggestion of oh shit, but we can come close. We can go OSHA. <laughs> Because that's what everyone says before they get hurt at work. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's hilarious. OSHA. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, it, it, 
it's this story that you hear about constantly. Yeah. In school. Yeah. You will never stop hearing about it. even you, you take one psych class. You will hear it. Yeah. At least twice. <laughs> um, it's y- fucking ridiculous. It is not surprising that someone's it's the more surprising thing is that the dude lived at all. Yeah. I would expect that if he lived at all, he'd be a radically different person with a hole in his head. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, yeah. it apparently he was. Yeah. yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, like the, the types of shit people can survive. I read about this one dude on, um, uh, I think it, I think it was probably even Badass of the Week, where um, <laughs> he uh, he was in a Humvee. This was in like this was in Iraq in like the early two thousands, and uh, a rocket from an RPG Jesus. punched through the door of the Humvee and lodged itself in the side of his body. Didn't explode. Oh my God. It was still considered live because it hadn't exploded, but it had obviously been fired and it was just in him. Oh my God. And so, you know, him fully conscious, they, they got him back to the base and they, they got EODs to work alongside the surgeons to get this fucking rocket out of his stomach. (laughs) Can you imagine the sheer terror every single step of the way that that had to have taken? No, yeah, it's like every every step that you take out of that vehicle and into like the the hospital or wherever you are, like you're waiting for the thing to blow up. Like if you're if you're in med at that time. Yeah. Or you're like, you're like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're part of the bombs, I, I get, who, who would you call for that? <laughs> like, if any, everybody there, how are you not shaking uncontrollably when you're trying to? Uh, uh, hey, Tom, you remember, you remember when uh, I was trying to fix my car and you told me it's not rocket surgery? <laughs> <laughs> well, it turns out rocket surgery just became a thing. <laughs> I want you to follow me, Tom. I mean, like, that's... I just... I'm, I'm picturing, like, somebody, like, a surgeon over an operating table sweating profusely. <laughs> just like, like, you know, how do you, how do you not? I mean, like, uh. One guy's trying to cut his body open. The other guy's trying to cut the right wire. <laughs> it's like two operations at once. Oh, my God. And in the middle of this guy, just like, oh, fuck! <laughs> God damn it. Uh, guys, any time would be great. <laughs> I like to think that somebody just gave him a bottle of something and he's just on the table. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, wow. Yeah, the types of shit people can survive oh. is just is ridiculous. Okay, so let's let's focus here on like specific medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've said before on the show that like one of the crowning human achievements yeah. Is uh, vaccines. Yeah. Like, yeah. Vaccination is like insane. It works. Yeah. It's, you know, it's we've eradicated whole diseases. Yeah. That maybe still exist in jars somewhere. Right. Right. That do still exist in jars. Yeah. For right. Reasons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it is kind of amazing, which makes it all the more amazing when people don't want that. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's crazy to me that you know what I mean. We we we've been able to basically eradicate you know what I mean. Yeah, certain specific diseases with just a like a shot. Well, take yeah. like and polio. now some of them are coming back, man. Yeah, yeah they are right. Like think about polio. Yeah, like a thing that you don't have to worry about anymore. For the most part. Jonas Salk, is that right? Yeah, Jonas yeah. Salk, uh, yeah. discoverer of penicillin. Yeah. Yeah. So like you know like. What FDR had a whole like like compound treatment center for kids with polio. Yeah, right, right. right. Mm-hmm. That like that's a th- that was his pet project. Yeah, because it turns out being confined to a wheelchair because of a degenerative disease really fucking sucks. Right. Yeah, like you as know, it turns out, and we and we wiped that off the planet. Yeah, that's amazing. That's unbelievable. Yeah, that's the that's the the one and only 
good thing we've ever made extinct. <laughs> Right, right. Boy, we got more on the way, though. Boy, yeah, howdy. Coming. We got so many great things lined up to go extinct. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's going to be fun. We're not just talking about animals, people. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, yeah, like the uh, the freaking thing I sent you guys about the icebergs. Yeah. How sad is that? Oh, yeah. They erected yeah. a well, monument. When I, when I said good things, I meant things that it was good that they were extinct. Not oh. not good things that oh, right. it's bad that they're going <laughs> extinct. Obviously, it's a good thing that polio is extinct. Yeah. Yeah. I, Think. I don't Probably. Know. Uh, well, you know, yeah, let's dial that back. A little some, bit. Somewhere in somewhere in the basement of the Pentagon. <laughs> Any yeah. big polio fans out there? <laughs> somewhere in a. Uh, <laughs> anybody like super into polio? Hey, where are you on? Closet. Are you like pro polio or anti polio? <laughs> I enjoy fun? playing polio on the weekends <laughs> with Mrs. <laughs> Lovey. <laughs> I'm pro polio because I'm. T- Terrified, my child will have a disability, even when all research says he won't anyway. <laughs> so pro polio, yeah. I sell pro polio and pro polio <laughs> accessories. <laughs> uh, God, just I don't know. It's just crazy that pro polio, pro polio, pro polio, pro polio. Beautiful. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's just crazy to me that people don't want that. I often moonlight as an opera singer. It's just a shame that I won't because I wasn't vaccinated and I'm going to die of rubella. <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> rubella. Rubella, yeah. What a dumb disease <laughs> to die from. <laughs> An easily preventable disease that your parents would have to be an idiot to let you die from. Oh, my God. Two it's, idiots, in fact, because sad. there's two parents. Typically, just stra- I don't know. Well, I mean, they think about like, um, okay, like AIDS, which was just a scourge all over the planet. For, I'm, I'm anti yeah. on that, too. Yeah, uh, it, I'm very much <laughs> against AIDS. I'm going to make yeah. a ruling here. Anti-AIDS. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not not for it. That's but, a bold stance. But Ch- that was something Ch- pro anti. Uh, I got to say, I'm uh, I'm leaning heavily anti. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, I could be persuaded. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, that was something that like I haven't been shown the case for AIDS yet. <laughs> The case for AIDS. The <laughs> uh, case for AIDS. Um, no, I mean, that was something It's that inspired some great musicals. <laughs> oh, God. No, 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 no. Oh, no. No, no. 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 I mean, where would Rent be yeah, if right, there where? wasn't AIDS? Angels in America. God, that's so sad. Yeah. I don't like this joke at all. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I feel bad about that. <laughs> No, we, that like, might be the first one that the whole table felt very bad about. Yeah, it. right. We've all individually felt bad about certain things. Yeah, at some point. <clears throat> uh, might be I'm sorry, I've never felt bad about a thing in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> I kind of just felt bad about so, that joke. <laughs> so obviously, AIDS is terrible. Yeah, but like, but like in the United States, think about what a terror that was for like. Nearly two decades. Everyone except the people in office, right? They were right. more than happy to ignore it, right? Yeah. Well, it's like, but it, we, but we, we're, we're able, you know, and you can't cure it. Uh, uh, actually, they just recently. Oh, that's right. They that's just right. had the second yeah. patient that they've elim- that they've reviewed, and it's eliminated, which is them. unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, and even before that, we had we had slowed it down to a crawl. Right. I mean, you, you, you can, can live you can live with HIV. Right. Functioning antivirals are huge, not just for AIDS, but for any virus. Yeah. Because the because vi- virus, it's not like bacteria where bacteria will just sit in your bloodstream and, and like, you know, kind of punch your white blood cells every once in right, a while. Right. And be like, hey, fight me. Fight me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
where a virus is is like a fucking pod people type thing where they'll yeah. like they'll steal yeah. your, the body of your blood cells. Yeah, and that's, that's terrifying. Creepy. Yeah, so you can't kill the virus without without killing cells. Yeah, until now, or we're we're able to we're able to do that now, and that's fucking huge. Yeah, the fact that we have done that twice. I yeah. mean, once I don't know. Once you go, that could be a fluke. Whatever. Once you do it twice, you have, you have repeatability. Yeah. yeah, like like uh, uh, well, no, I guess that doesn't apply to this situation. Doesn't that give you hope for for other things? Like you know, yeah, cancer's the big one, right? Like, cancer's the huge one. We're 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 still yeah. we we've come a, a very long way, but we're still at this point where the the best thing that we have is to. Literally blast you with poison, yeah, to try and kill this thing out of your body. You know what I mean? Well, it's like we're now, we're now the the CRISPR thing blows my mind. The yeah, CRISPR thing yeah, blows my right. mind. Christy and I, I think it was our second or third episode of Goose, Goose Chase. Chase. I remember it was yeah. way back, and and the the fact that we are now we've now found a way to deliberately rewrite the code anywhere in your body that we want to is so unbelievable and so impressive. We're getting closer to Metal Gear Solid. We are. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, we're entering the sci-fi future we always dreamed of. And along the way, there's going to be a lot of dumpster fires until sure. we, like, figure out how to do it, you know, effectively. I right. want my baby to be designed this way. <laughs> right. I, uh, yeah, I, I mean, you laugh, but, like. No, designer babies are a thing. That's something. That's really something that's going to be. Um, there. Uh, I, I watched this. uh this man with Down syndrome um, petitioned Congress mm-hmm. uh, very eloquently, very, uh, very well-spoken man uh, advocating against this because, you know, it, it he doesn't want, you know, to be, you Different. know. yeah. Yeah, like, like erased, essentially, right. Right. you know. It, that's such a, that's such a. That's such such a crazy thing to me. Is like, there are whole kinds of people that may not exist in the future. Yeah. Wow. And that's uh, Ooh, that, it's got really heavy. I know. Yeah. It's like it's like yeah. it's like fucking Ooh. eugenics shit. Yeah. Right. It really is. And now you can like you can make an I argument. Be, I believe he brought up the eugenics argument in in his in his speech as well. You can make an argument that like Just, you know we should we should be doing whatever makes people ultimately like the healthiest or the most. I don't know, effective versions of themselves, but that's like fucking with the toy box of like what makes nature work. And it's kind of scary. Yeah. Rebuilding a person from the ground up is, is, is treading on some very shaky ethical ground. Yeah. When, when what we're doing now where, where we have, you know, entire industries working towards accommodations for folks with, with these kinds of disabilities and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, I don't know. It's it's uh, <laughs> it it opens up a whole can of worms when you when you decide that that one kind of person isn't isn't good enough to to avoid being rewritten. Yeah. You know what's you know where does that stop? Yeah. Right. It's creepy. It's a very creepy thought. <laughs> it really is. I don't like this. Let's get back to talking about how we fix <laughs> you, polio. You remember how we were talking so, about putting two liters in your butt like twenty <laughs> yeah, minutes ago? That was good. There was a woman. <laughs> There was a woman, I first read about her on Cracked, uh, Vesna Volovich, uh, who was a, a Polish, I believe she was, a Polish woman mm. who... Who was Chinese. Who was, uh, <laughs> she was a medical marvel. No, she, she, um, she was, uh, she was, a uh, um, uh, well, stewardesses back then, uh, um, 
flight attendant, they call him now, on a, on a, an airline. Yeah. And the plane crashed into a mountain. She fell Ooh. from this plane. I know what you're talking about. 33,000 feet. Yeah. And lived. Yeah, I've heard this story. When she, when she woke up in the hospital bed, the first thing she did was ask for a cigarette. All right. <laughs> Hey, yeah, Doc, right. got a smoke? Yeah. That's a very European, that's, like an Eastern, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that's, right. a, that's a Slav thing. That's, that's purely like Czechoslovakia, Serbia, Pol- Poland, Russia. Yeah. That's that that part of the world, it's Hungary. It's a certain kind of like bleak mindset that's yeah. like, I fell 33,000 feet. And uh, I guess I can have a cigarette. I a shot a stole and a smoke. <laughs> I guess I'm invincible now. Do you have a smoke? <laughs> I've beaten nature. Yeah. Again, this the shit people can live through. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Is insane. Then you look got- at children too. Like if you just act like everything's cool and don't make a fuss, like kids are fucking indestructible. Oh, they're yeah. They're super durable. Oh yeah. They only cry when you look at them and go, "Oh my god, what did you do?" Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like then they're like, "Oh no, something's wrong." Yeah. <laughs> I can let it slide. I, I grew up in a very like house dad household that was like you know. Yeah. I would, you'd bang your head off. I remember we had these old oak end tables in the family room downstairs. Yeah. And I was playing with Hot Wheels or something, and I went to stand up and bashed my head on the top <laughs> of this solid piece of wood. You know, like you do. And it was right. like, it like echoed throughout the house. And I remember my dad was on the couch in front of me, and he went, oh, that hurt. <laughs> it's <just> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, ooh, that one hurt. <laughs> and it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, it did, but I'm okay. I was like four, right? Yeah. Kids are like surprisingly durable when they it really comes are to shit. Yeah. A lot of this stuff hasn't fused <clears throat> together, so they're just like rubber in yeah, several right. places. Right. <laughs> uh yeah, kids are kids are fucking Adults not so much. We're <laughs> I'm not I'm not that durable. No. I had to I had to take two a leave and drink a beer to feel okay after moving today. So yeah. Kids are fine. They're yeah. Just... <laughs> the the older the older I get, the more the more vulnerable this whole thing is. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um yeah, so uh what time are we at right yeah. now? I think we gotta be in close here. Yeah, actually we're just about oh, to take a break. So close. All right. So close. Well that's that's cool. <laughs> so we're gonna um we're gonna take a break. Uh thank you guys for for uh, this this incidentally went about exactly the way I imagined it would. Yeah. We went off on a lot of great tangents <laughs> yeah, that I think were really funny. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you mentioned that woman that survived falling from, like, from 33,000 feet or whatever. Yeah, because we were talking about AIDS before. I need something to lighten the mood. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but... Uh, but anyway, we uh, got there. We, we got, sure got there. We, we lightened We've, the mood. We started at the butthole peak. We descended into AIDS Valley. And then we <laughs> climbed the trek back up to woman falling out of an airplane. So you could say, started at the butthole, now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Um, no. Yes. Yeah, so, no. um, oh. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh. Oh. All right, so we'll be back. Uh, (laughs) More of the Three Dudes Plus One show coming up after this break. Ah, after this break. Sometimes when I want to be at my best, I'm just not. Dry eyes, cracked ribs, sore pubes. 
I was missing out on time with my kids. I just don't have the energy to go to my dead-end soul-crushing job. Some days I can hardly punch my wife in the morning. My underwear had two extra bacon strips in it this week. I just can't help but shake the feeling that my dog is mad at me. My uterus feels like it's full of goblins. The other day I sneezed and a whole banana came out. I had new neighbors move in this week and I think they're Hawaiian. But now there's a better way. Introducing Fuck Lad from Roger Sick Bastard Pharmaceuticals. Time to get your life back on track with an easy 90 day release suppository. It's just like a little rocket ship. With Fuck Lad, I was able to take shits three times my normal size. Thanks to Fuck Lad, I'm no longer repulsed at the sight of my penis. I can speak French. I wasn't able to do that before. Je ne peux croissant. Fuck Lad made my nipples the same size again and got rid of the third extra. Ever since my doctor prescribed me Fuck Lad, I feel like I can mess with Texas again. Now with Fuck Lad, I can walk into a McDonald's without instantly breaking into tears. Reclaim your day with Fuck Lad. Side effects may include bronchitis, fallen arches, halitosis, golden arches, prolapsed elbow, water on the knee, gravy on the knee, involuntary apricots, voluntary kiwis, overhydration, dehydration, mid-range hydration, extra hydration, testicular turbulence, dishonorable vaginal discharge, whooping orgasm, the ultra rare cold, fluctuating pubic hair, aversion to the color purple, the color not the movie, aversion to the color purple, the movie, and diarrhea. And we're back. Hello and welcome back <laughs> to the Three Dudes Podcast Plus One. Yes. We would like to thank, uh, before we get into this final segment, our special guest, Chuck. Yay! Yes, thanks, it has been more than a pleasure. It's been nice having you on. <laughs> yes. This has been awesome. Um, oh, God. So so what <laughs> we do bef- funny. what we do before what we've learned is we is we go around the table and we we give a, a recommendation uh, that we want the other the other dudes to um Partake mm-hmm. of, burn me, uh, and we're going to start with Chris. We'll just go, we'll right. just go around. Okay. Uh, I made it a point to uh, bring up on this podcast that when I recommended you a TV show, mm-hmm. I would recommend you a specific episode of that television show. Mm-hmm. So in that vein, I will tell you that I've been going back through and rewatching The Sopranos again, uh, and at this point, I'm just at the start of season four. Um, It is basically if you like any TV drama that's out now, The Sopranos is basically the formula that that TV drama has borrowed from. Yeah. The the um, the antihero who you want, who the likable antihero who every once in a while reveals himself to be a monster. Yeah. Right. Uh, Tony Soprano, Walter White, Mm. uh, the two lead characters in The Americans. Yeah. Um, You know what I mean? It it just every big show like that that came out after it basically took that formula from the Sopranos. Yeah, you could say that show was like the true first in the era of prestige television. Correct, correct. So uh, in that vein, it is really, really worth a watch, especially now that I'm uh, older and I'm going back through and watching it. And and when you get to watch it quickly, like back to back to back, you can see how, just how well that story is fleshed out from start to finish, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. how it follows a pattern of the years of these people's lives that you're following. Mm-hmm. Um so uh, watch The Sopranos. I'm going to recommend one episode in particular. I think it's season three, episode 11. It's called Pine Barrens. Oh, God. Which is maybe one of the <clears throat> best uh, and funniest episodes of uh, dramatic television ever produced. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Polly Walnuts, Polly Galtieri, and Chris Baltasanti, two captains in Tony Soprano's crew, are sent to go pick up a 
uh, a debt owed uh, to uh, one of their associates um, uh, by this big Russian guy. And uh, everything goes horribly awry and they um, end up uh, stuffing him in the trunk of a car and they're going to bury him out in the Pine Barrens, the the New Jersey Pine Barrens. Yeah. Um, And what ends up happening is that this guy gets away and they get lost in the woods for basically the entire episode. And it is fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's a good great episode. (laughs) It's really, really funny. It has one of the funniest lines, uh, I think, maybe ever in dramatic television, which is really weird to say. It's it's a really, really funny. There's a lot of really great Sopranos, like funny. Some of of the best comedy comes in the middle of of dire circumstances. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, But yeah, there's there's a particularly funny line in there. And it's just uh, it'll give you kind of an idea of the flavor of the show and uh, what to expect from these characters. So uh, if you're going to watch The Sopranos, that's a really good episode to start with because it doesn't really reveal anything like spoiler wise. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of sets the stage for the characters that you're watching. So check it out. Season three, episode 11. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I second any Sopranos recommendation always. Yeah. I couldn't believe how good that show was. Yeah. There's, there's also some things that Still. like there's some parts of the show where you're like, OK, they were just kind of figuring this out. Yeah, sure. You know, but undoubtedly one of the best dramatic shows ever. Yeah. Un- undoubtedly. Um, <clears throat> so I will, I will make my recommendation also for TV, also TV, cause I, you know, you, you guys know I'm always recommending TV anyway. <laughs> um, and I'm going to beat your, beat you over the head with this one. Watch years and years on HBO. Yes. Watch right. years and years. Hmm. Um, what, been, is, what is that about? I've been saying this to anyone who will listen that you just have to watch this, but what the concept is, is it's like, it starts off like this year more or less and there's like an election for you know prime minister in the, you know England and uh you know there's a, basically the whole story is a family uh in the midst of you know national and international political conflict over the course of like the next like 40 years mm. so you follow a family you know who um they're 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 in the middle of this sort of like populism thing that's happening all over, you know, like whatever you call like the, the like the alt right thing or the conservatism thing or the the you know whatever you call it now, whatever mm. the the nationalism thing is, right? <laughs> Normal. <laughs> it's, yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's because well, it's everywhere, right? Yeah. So like the the British perspective, you have this family, you have like uh, the the one son who works with refugees, you know, and you have the other guy who's a banker, he works for you know banks, and uh, you have basically this family watching the country go, you know, increasingly into more and more dangerous places. Mm. Um, There's the whole thing starts with, like I said, there's like a parliamentary election and one of the candidates is asked on national television, you know, we have this, I can't remember the specific question was something about, you know, well, you know, what are we going to do with this particular refugee problem here? This, you know, this whatever international problem here, but it doesn't matter what the question is. Uh, It's Emma Watson who says, on national television on the show, I have to tell you, I don't give a fuck, right? <laughs> and so people are watching this, and of course, at this moment, everyone starts texting each other, going, "Oh my god, did you see that? Did you hear what you just said?" You know, <laughs> and they warn her on the the you know, debate stage. You know, you can't say that on television. I'm going to have to warn you. And she almost says it again, right? And then she stops and looks at the camera and says, "But I've got you listening, haven't I?" And it just kind of rings, like like especially as an American, we're like like the increasingly like. Uh, over the top yeah. sort of behavior in politics is like the yeah. eye catching stuff. UK too. Uh, Boris uh, Fatfuck face just got in today too. Yeah, so. right. So now yeah. he's his party elected him, but not not quite unanimously, right? 
Not unanimously, but overwhelmingly. You know, overwhelmingly. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I just I think it's a really interesting show. It you you sort of see like the pro- the progression of one version of how things can go from here, right? Yeah. There's a lot of ways that things can go, but this is like one version of uh, sort of what can happen when a nation becomes increasingly insular, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting show. Well, the sound bites are good. more than positions. Yeah. It's a very interesting show. It's it's great to watch. So well, I <laughs> wonder what that's like. <laughs> yeah, gee whiz. I recommend it. It's a dramatic show to watch. It's really cool. Uh, the characters are fantastic. It's very funny. It's, I always forget to mention that it's funny. Um, but it's basically still going on. It's five episodes. Watch years and years. All right. That's that. That's it. Uh, I don't know if it's been recommended on this podcast before, but it's uh, another TV show, mm. uh, Letterkenny. Ah, yeah. I don't uh, think it has been recommended. No, it hasn't, so. and I, I just started watching I it. I absolutely adore Letterkenny. It was a <laughs> Crave TV show brought to the U.S. through Hulu. Yeah. Uh, now for the upcoming well, seventh uh, season, it's going to be a Hulu exclusive. This is a Canadian, right? Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, effectively, as uh, you know, my bandmate has started watching it as well, and he's kind of dubbed it uh, Canadian Seinfeld. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting so. take because it kind of is. It's also like I get this. Okay, I said this to Christy and she agreed. I don't know how to explain it, but the the main character rings to me like a Canadian Billy Eichner. I, I can I his, can see that. His a cadence very, is weird, very stoic. But also, yeah. everything he says is almost like yelling, even when it isn't. Mm. You know, like it's like just like a subtle yell. It's like there's a certain intensity to him that I recognize in Billy Eichner. Right, and I I can definitely see that too. Yeah, yeah. but it is. Probably my favorite show going right now. Just it's very heavy on wordplay, mm-hmm. and you know it's a it's very you know uh, narrative driven. It's you know you got you have some action there, uh, but it's not like uh, it's not you're not gonna go into it with like ex- expectations like big gunfights. You do have like can you do have like actually like fist fights that show up now and then. But, okay. Mm. But it's it's a very oh wait yeah very quick as far as the wordplay goes. It's very entertaining. I enjoy it. The characters greatly. are all brilliant, right? And there's one character that I actually intend on cosplaying. Squirrely Dan. Yeah. He's a much larger <laughs> larger gentleman who unnecessarily adds s's to his sentences. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Yeah. Uh, also uh, revealed fairly early on in the show that he can fart on command. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I like him a lot as Hilarious. a character. There's there's an episode early on which I think I really, really like, which is the guys revealing exactly how much they know about the male anatomy mm. to a degree that is ridiculous. <laughs> like... Things that you you think you know your own balls, but who yeah. boy, they they dig up stuff that you haven't thought about since health class. Uh, <laughs> now I, I thought it was pretty funny when I said Florida Simon of Eskels, and nobody laughed. Yes, <laughs> that was fantastic. Those but, guys are all great, and it's it's very much not like American TV where the seasons are like you know 15 20 28 episodes long they're like seven or eight episode seasons yeah, so right. it's very digestible in a weekend <clears throat> yeah. awesome we've been watching a couple episodes a night here and there and uh i am not disappointed it's fantastic it's my favorite show going right now it's a great recommendation i got to get in seconded that. for sure 
well, I'm going to recommend something that uh, that uh, I know I know at least one person in this table hasn't hasn't uh, seen yet, uh, which is that uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion is on yeah, Netflix. Buddy. Yeah, um, it is. It it. <sighs> It's not apparent at first. It 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 almost seems like uh like it's doing what it does unironically, but it really is a deconstruction of some of the some of the tropes that you may associate with anime, like you know uh, uh you know giant robots, heroic pilots, uh, mm-hmm. uh you know harem girl type things, where like you know it, you know the high school kid has you know his pick of whatever whatever girl he wants. Right. It it really it really kind of rips those tropes apart and kind of stomps on them. And yeah. really kind of makes the viewer feel like a shithead for for assuming anything about the series. Um, it ends on a very confusing note, I will say. It's 26 episodes long. The final two episodes are are heavily metaphorical and allegorical. Okay. Um, the the backlash against those episodes was so big that they made a feature length movie called End of Evangelion, which is also on Netflix. Were people happy with that? Uh <laughs> yes, but also no. Right, of course. That's kind of what I thought, but all right. It uh, it it raises further questions, uh, but it does paint a clearer picture of what is actually supposed to be happening. Uh, I think and it was you that told me that the show, I, it, it was either you or Mike, uh, but someone told me. Probably both of us. It's really more about isolation and loneliness than anything else. It is a case study in what a show looks like when you're creating it with depression, <laughs> like massive, <laughs> massive depression. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of themes of isolation, loneliness, uh, 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 feel, uh, finding purpose and failing to do so yeah. is, is a huge running theme in the series. Um, a ba- Inad- inadequacy too, like seems to like the first five episodes or so seems like just all about not being good enough. Inadequacy, abandonment, there's a there's a lot of heavy stuff that this show gets into, yeah. and it doesn't really start becoming apparent until like uh, uh, several episodes in when you start to like see these themes emerging in between all of like the the you know your traditional you know comedic anime tropes. There's a random animal living in the main character's apartment. It's a, it happens to be a penguin. Um, <laughs> there's there's Again, it's it, it it all serves as a deconstruction of of all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you know, taking your expectations of what a giant robot anime would look like, and kind of turning every turning all of it on its head. It's it's definitely worth a watch. Again, it's it's twenty six episodes uh, plus a, a feature length movie. Yeah. You could knock it out in a week. Now is now I, is this the original Ava that came out, or is it? It's the, not a reboot or anything. It's not the rebuild, no. Okay. Um, the, and this is that that makes it just the the strope smashing even more interesting, just from the perspective of this came out like twenty years ago. Yeah, right, right. right. Yeah, so. this. Yeah, that's that's a good point. This came out in like the the mid to late nineties. It's mm. absolutely not in vogue to do stuff like this back then. Right. Mm. That yeah. wasn't essentially kind of fluffy, right? Yeah, it essentially draws you in with these with these kind of tropes, especially like the like the uh, the harem anime trope where, mm. you know, where the high school guy yeah. is surrounded by, you know, <laughs> uh, under underage girls. It really it, it's really <laughs> supposed to make you feel uncomfortable yeah. uh, for for, you know, uh, uh, seeing these girls that way. Yeah, uh, it's it really does a great job of making making scenes that would be comical in any other anime 
be very incredibly uncomfortable to to the point of like physical revulsion. Yeah. It's, it's, it does a really great job of that. And it's, it's, you know, people meme it a lot, but it really is still one of the, one of the better animes that's ever been put out, I think. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, that and the movie are both on Netflix. So I highly recommend them. Catch them all you can. Wow. We all recommended TV. That never happens. I know. (laughs) That never, ever happens. Usually music, TV, video game. Yeah. And then when Aubrey's on, it's Skyrim. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She's our Paul Rudd. Yeah. We haven't had her on to to recommend Skyrim in a while. We got to do that soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, anyway, uh, what, if anything, did we learn tonight? I learned very little. (laughs) <laughs> I learned that Dave loves fucking space engineers. Yeah, I wrote fucking space engineers. Hot. I learned that Dave is a space top. <laughs> space top. Space top. A power top, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I learned that Judge Judy peed on my leg and told me it's raining. <laughs> what a weird. She must have a weird kink. <laughs> Uh, it, it wasn't so much something that was learned, but just more conceptualized. Butthole pleasures, medicine person. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like the, the whole like Doctor Quid medicine yes. woman? <laughs> Doctor Quid butthole woman. Uh, I wrote uh, Dave's a car. That's canon now. Kachow. Uh, I am a car. Uh, I learned that I can't wait to see Chris in Cirque de Cellulite. <laughs> yeah, I have that on here, too. I wrote, cats get stuck in tight spaces a lot. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Actually, yeah. I, I did actually learn that I'm a prophet, because <laughs> the first thing that I wrote down was cats in asses. Not cats are asses, but cats, cats in, in asses. asses. <laughs> cats in asses, that's the three dudes promise. Uh, the, the winning lottery numbers are quail, beef, and... <laughs> oh man, that is my lucky number. Uh, I wrote conflab, the extra belly fat you gain from going to cons. <laughs> conflab. I gotta write that down. I wrote that uh, deep down, we all have buttholes. Deep, deep, deep down. Deep down. Deep down. Deep down. Uh, I wrote the adventures of Dickman and Fucklad. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that's totally possible to learn medicine by proxy. You don't even need a degree. No, you don't. You just listen to people talk about prescriptions. Yeah, you could get you could get like a a, you could just make a fake diploma. It's fine. You could just not go to school. You could just lie. Yeah. And and then you and then you can get elected president. (laughs) Elected. Elected. Uh, I wrote a quote on here that just says shit. Phineas Gage. <laughs> oh God, that looks so funny in writing. I bet. Yeah. Shit. 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 Shit period. Shit period. Dash Phineas Gage. <laughs> My God, that's funny. Uh, I learned that if you put a medical problem with a random body part, it will amuse your friends. <laughs> yes. Oh God, yeah, that's uh, I, that's uh, that's gonna be a whole lot of fun. That one. Yeah. <laughs> a whole new world. <laughs> a new fantastic <laughs> medicine. <laughs> no one to tell us no. Aware. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> the last thing I learned is that our bodies are stupid. Very stupid. Our bodies suck. You're yeah. dumb. Bodies are dumb and stupid, and I hate them. We're not created in God's image. This is the fucking, like, fourth or fifth draft. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm just looking forward to the future where we all get digitized. That's really, that's what it's going to be. That's where where the action is. Yeah. We get get our consciousnesses in a flash drive. 
Yep, being yeah. a simulation of our own choosing. Hell yeah. Just like ripping it up on like some old like uh, server somewhere in a closet. On Kazaa. Woo! I'm a bit torrent. Woo! Oh, fuck, I'm on LimeWire. <laughs> get, get out of here, Bonzi buddy. New fantastic cyberspace. Yeah. All right. Uh, yes. We might have a we might have a special episode coming up. Do we? Do, Do we? we? Are we? What? Do we? Oh, oh do you know what I mean? right. You know, yeah. You know what I mean? We thought about oh. possibly doing a little bit of recording here. Uh, if we do, you'll know about it. Yeah, right. You'll find out. Why are we fucking Stop telling fucking you? asking me. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, you listener cunts. <laughs> we're storming Area 51. Yeah. <laughs> got to get to that alien booty, right? Oh, yeah, got to clap those cheeks. Um, Gotta cut that meat. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be back soonishly with another episode of the Three Dude Cast. Thanks, and, thanks again for being on. Yeah, Doug. thank you for coming on. Um, no problem. Uh, if you want to get at me on the social media, yes, yeah. Uh, if you just type in on Facebook or Twitter or in Instagram, uh, one word: the comic sads. <laughs> as in, instead of Comic Sans, the font, the Comic Sads, comic as in, sads. I'm a sad person. <laughs> uh, that's all one word. That's where you can find me. I've also got a Patreon going for my uh, comedy music, as well as uh, I'm going to be doing uh, not one, but two Real Play D&D podcasts later on this oh, no fall. Shit. No shit. And they're both going to be concurrent games going on in the same game world. Holy but different shit. Different parts Ooh. of the world. So. That sounds gonna awesome. Be, That's gonna it's be... gonna be a lot to juggle, but if everything goes well, it should be a lot of fun. And yeah, uh, just you can keep up with that, and uh, all the social media will have like when all that stuff's gonna start rolling out. The, co- the comic rad. sads. I like that quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sad happy. I I get it. I think. See, and, and the name all started from a dumb joke because one of my friends is a graphic designer, and I just constantly trolled her, just saying, "Use Comic Sans for the font." <laughs> yes. Have you considered and Comic Sans? It's actually coming back in vogue. It's so whimsical. <laughs> it's, yeah, actually, it might come back. Like everything, uh, oh, like yeah. everything that was good for a minute, it will probably be back. Oh, yeah. Everything's in twenty-year cycles. Yep. Same with uh, Papyrus and Cornerstone. Those are coming. <laughs> those are going to be coming back in vogue real soon. Ah, and the original chicken, chicken, bacon, and Swiss. We can only hope. No, it's uh, dead, unfortunately. We can only dream. Fucking Arby's. Fucking um, Arby's. So, anyway, thanks for listening. Take care. We'll see you maybe even in a few days. Maybe. We'll, maybe. We'll possibly. Maybe. Uh-huh. Um, maybe. So, maybe. we'll see you. Take care. Or don't. Or don't be reckless with your life. Yeah. You know, fucking. I don't, uh, I don't care. Fucking snowboard off of a uh, off of an escalator for all I give a shit. You know what? <sighs> fucking fucking <laughs> listen to the podcast next time. Right. Listen to the next episode. All right. Don't kill yourself before then. Stay chafed out there. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>